Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. If you're a new listener, hi, and we are so excited that you are here. We also want to do a quick introduction since we've gained so many new followers lately. So we're two sisters who co-own Studio Sisters, a top 1% best-selling Etsy shop where we sell our handmade planner stickers and vinyl stickers. We love working together, but we're also very different from each other. I'm Katie. I am an award-winning surrealist artist. And as an introvert, I used to hate even saying that out loud that I'm an artist because I didn't want to bring attention to myself. But I'm also very proud of all my hard work. I'm a self-taught painter inspired by nature. My art has been sold all around the world. Creativity is just my way of life. I've spent more than a decade teaching myself how to paint, and I've learned so many lessons about being a working artist along the way, which is what I love to share on this podcast. And I'm Taylor, former teacher turned CEO. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, and I took our business from small time to big time on Etsy in our first year with over six figures in sales and more than 25,000 products sold. I love helping other women grow their businesses and achieve their goals. So if I can help other entrepreneurs like myself get from point A to point B with my knowledge and skills, I feel like I've won the lottery because a rising tide lifts all boats. This podcast episode is part of a four-part series called How to Live Your Dream Life, Making and Selling Handmade, where we share our story as working creatives and describe the four things that you need to do to live your best possible creative life as a maker or artist. In our experience, growing your business isn't just about one thing. It's about the perfect combination of multiple things like making the perfect tasting lemonade. You need to know who you are as the maker You need to have the skills, you need to have a plan, and finally, you need to have the right mindset. In this first episode of the series, we're going to talk about how to identify and narrow your style and your niche so that it's clear to your audience exactly who you are and what you sell. And this is really important because having a consistent style helps you stand out from the crowds, but it also helps you stay true to who you are as an artist. And by that, I mean that if your style or your niche is something that you are passionate about, you're going to love creating it and love spending time working on your business. 
Also, if you're not extremely clear on your style and your niche, you can't expect your customers to understand what it is either. It's not simply enough to just make different things that you like and put them online with a price tag and hope other people just instantly get it. They will not. (laughs) Instead, if you want to be a truly successful maker who has consistent sales and meaningful income from their work, you've got to hand your art or your handmade products to your customers in a nicely wrapped up little branded package, and that branded package is your niche. So let's briefly talk about what a niche is. A niche is a focused, targeted area that you serve particularly well. It's small and it's specific. And in fact, usually the smaller, the better. So you might think this is the same as a category on Etsy, or on online, but it's actually not. I'm going to say something really controversial here, Katie, for just a second. Here we go. Selling jewelry is not a niche. Selling t-shirts is not a niche. Okay, then what is a niche if those aren't it? I'm glad you asked, Katie. (laughs) A niche describes what you sell, the style, and ideally who your product is for. So I said jewelry is not a niche, but selling handmade copper jewelry with a desert boho vibe to 20-something-year-old women is a niche. So we want to be hyper-specific. Here are a couple more examples that we could talk about. So maybe you sell children's paper party decorations like mermaid garlands. That's a niche. It's very specific because it describes the style, the parent's going to be buying it, and um, it's for a specific occasion. That's a great example of a niche. Or wedding custom face masks. That's a niche. Mixed media paper journaling kits and ephemera. That's also a great example of a niche. It's very specific. In that case, you might be selling mixed media paper craft supplies to other artists. That would be another example of a niche. Yeah, I love that one. Um, Maybe what about like DIY embroidery kits? Yeah. Those would be a niche, right? Yeah, perfect example. So your DIY describes like what it is. It's not just a gift. It's a kit. It's a craft, right? Um, It's a project that someone can do. And then the embroidery, you could also narrow that down even a little bit further saying like they're Um, you know, maybe they are like plant themed or pet themed DIY kits. Yeah. Like they could all have a theme that they all sort of go along with. Exactly. Maybe you sell, maybe you do sell t-shirts. So you're upset that I said selling t-shirts is not a niche, but think about like, what are you selling and who are you selling to? Maybe you sell sarcastic t-shirts for men, like funny dad shirts, but your customer isn't actually the dad who's going to think the shirt is funny. The cu- your customer is actually um, a daughter, a son, a wife, someone who is buying that as a gift, as a funny shirt for dad. So everything that you do in your business, from product descriptions in your shop, to your business cards, to your social media posts, every single thing you need to do should convey your style and your niche. So how do you do this if you feel like you're all over the place or, Katie, we've talked about this before, if you feel like you have more than one style, how can you convey your niche? Yeah, I personally know that feeling really, really well because I just love everything creative. Like you can give me 
all of the different mediums and I will enjoy them all. However, like sometimes in the past, I have actually struggled with that because I didn't really know what my style was when every day I was creating something totally different. I would be scrapbooking one day and painting handmade shoes for my Etsy shop the next, and then just doing mixed media or some other journaling project the day after that. And I did honestly just really love them all, but I would get overwhelmed and I feel like I was never making progress in my style, if that makes sense. Now, it is okay to be multi-passionate and to enjoy more than one thing, but you want to try and be consistent in what you make, especially when it comes to running your handmade business. Here are some different strategies for narrowing down what you do so that you can capture the riches in the niches. (laughs) You guys, Katie hates it when I say that. The riches are in the niches. (laughs) I really do. Honestly, I'm just not cool enough for rhymes. (laughs) But seriously, what that means is if you are selling to everyone, you're selling to no one and you can't make progress. Instead, the more specific you get, the more money potential that you have with your handmade product. Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this win by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com slash Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now back to the episode. So um, here are some strategies for narrowing down what you do. Have a consistent color scheme across multiple products. I love this one because sometimes I see sellers who make like a lot of different stuff. They make um, maybe t-shirts and hats and earrings and like a lot of things and tote bags. And so one way that you can be consistent um, and narrow down your style but still sell multiple products is if they're all in the same color scheme, like all pastels or all desert tones. Yeah, that makes sense. Another thing that you can do is to photograph your varying paintings and artwork in a consistent setup. That way, even if your art is all different, and this is especially good if you make like one of a kind of pieces, it will have a consistent feel to your customer that says that you are the one who made it because they can tell your style. And photos can really make all the difference in how your style and your aesthetic is presented to your customers online. 
Oh, I love that tip so much because like you might feel that something is really, really different or too different or kind of all over the place. But if you have a consistent photography style, it's going to help different pieces feel together. And your customers are not going to see the differences in the way that you see them if they're photographed the same. Mm -hmm. Another way that you can narrow down your style and your niche is to identify which things you're doing that you want to be the future of your shop and which things you can see yourself leaving behind. I think this is something that we often easily overlook, but I actually hear this a lot from our listeners and our newsletter subscribers. And by the way, if you are listening to this podcast and you are not signed up for our weekly newsletter, just know you can go on shopstudiosisters.com and sign up. We have a ton of free resources online that we send out in our newsletter and that includes our, our best Etsy tips, creative tips, and some just some of our favorite resources that we love as small business owners. So if you're interested, go to shopstudiosisters.com to sign up for our newsletter. So what I was saying is that I hear this a lot from our audience and our listeners. They will ask me to take a look at their shop. And so I ask to see their Etsy shop. And then before they even send me the link, so before we even get to the Etsy shop, People will say, well, I have these products in there, but I'm not planning to keep on selling those. I'm planning to do something else. So if this is you, here is your permission to do what you want and do what you love. If you want to make a change and sell something else, do it. Just don't do it halfway. Don't leave those products in your shop that are not part of your niche or your style. Take out the products that you think are not the future of your creative work. Take down those posts from Instagram or Facebook or move them to an archive. You have permission to do that, you guys. Now, don't think that uh, you have to go and wipe everything off of your social media. I'm not saying, like, go erase everything right now if you don't want to. But, like, for some of you, if this is the thing that's sitting on your mind and feels like it's holding you back from a truly authentic style that feels like you, if this is the thing that's bothering you, go for it. Like you have permission. I really like that one. So one more strategy that you can do to narrow your style and your niche is to create a series of work that are all on the same theme. This is a really great idea as it will make not only your recent posts on Instagram look all cohesive, but your audience will also love seeing how all the different pieces tie together. It is also a really great challenge for you as the creator and the artist to see how far you can take one idea and then make several pieces from it in the same series that are all similar, but all unique. I really love making series, you guys. It's just so much fun. That also kind of is a strategy that you use whenever you teach breaking out of creative block, um, which I know that you do that challenge um, once in a while, Katie. And it's so cool to see like what you can do from just one thing and then create all these variations of it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's really, really fun. By narrowing your niche, you will begin to present a clearer image of who you are to your dream customers. You guys, all of these little things add up. Think about the shops and the artists that you love to buy from or that you follow on social media. What do they do so well 
that attracts customers and shoppers to them so that they make more money and live the life that you are dreaming of. I'll tell you what they do so well. Consistency and authenticity. There are some earring shops, like jewelry shops on Instagram that I could literally look at all day long. There are some handmade pottery shops that have 40, 50,000 followers and I could just look at their pottery all day long. And I love it because it's so consistent. And they've narrowed their style by presenting this repetitive work. They use the different photos. They use that photography style to show repetition. And they're doing things like in a series or a collection. I think narrowing your style also helps you feel empowered as an artist because when you know the thing that you do super well, you don't feel like a fraud or you don't suffer from imposter syndrome as often which I think is something every creative person has felt, especially me in the past. So this makes sense for you both as a person who creates and also from a business standpoint like Taylor has talked about in this episode. So what we're saying is if there's one thing you can do right away in your handmade business without spending any money, it's to work on your niche and your style. And it's something that only you could do. No one else can do this for you. You can't pay someone else to find your style for you. You can't pay someone else to find the niche that makes you excited. So it's something only you can do. But if you do spend time on this, developing how you want to present what you do, it will pay off with amazing results. So that's the first thing that you need to do to live your creative dream life, make more sales, and do what you love. And next week on the podcast, we're going to dive into part two, which is how to make a plan for handmade business. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we do that for our different personalities and how you can too. We know that it's not just enough to say like, okay, guys, here's the things you need to do. So instead, we know that you need a plan for your time, a plan for your money, and a roadmap to success. So if you're into that, And that sounds good to you. Listen to next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another podcast episode this week. Here's a surprise announcement. If you go to shopstudiosisters.com slash giveaway, you can find a giveaway to our brand new course that's coming out this summer. Katie, I didn't know you were going to talk about this on the podcast. Well, we just launched this giveaway, so I wanted to tell everyone. Oh, well, you surprised even me. I did not know it was ready yet, so I'm learning, just like all of our (laughs) listeners, that it's ready in our podcast. So podcast listeners, you guys are the very first ones to know about this. So um, as Katie said, we do have a giveaway. Our course is called Dream Create Sell. It's about how to make more money on your hand in your handmade business using Etsy and Instagram. Our course will launch at the end of June, but right now you can actually win a VIP spot to our class. We're giving away a VIP spot. It's worth $3,600 in the course that's actually going to be priced at $997. It includes coaching, um, specifically from me, all of our course. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And we're actually giving away a space for the VIP option. So if you go, as Katie said, shopstudiosisters.com slash giveaway, right? Yes. Shopstudiosisters.com slash giveaway. Okay. You guys go check it out. Make sure that you sign up for the chance to win a spot in our upcoming course. And don't forget next week to tune into the podcast for how to make a plan to live your best creative dream life.